This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Well, days after the federal government announced that it would limit tax breaks on real estate to people who actually live in Canada, Toronto City Councillor Jim Karagiannis is speaking about a poll he commissioned that goes a step further. The poll asked respondents whether a tax should be levied on non-residents who buy property in the city. That law in Vancouver led to a plunge in real estate sales, and many observers believe that foreign money will be looking to buy property here in Toronto because of that new tax in Vancouver. And uh, levying the same kind of tax here could be a kind of preemptive strike on the line. I have Councillor Jim Karagiannis. Hi, Jim. Good afternoon to you and all your listeners. Thank you very much. So what did you find? Well, you know, after Vancouver did, I mean, did the poll, there was conversation among my staff and stakeholders in, in my ward, and we decided, okay, let's do something similar. So I put something on my website, and I said, okay, let me know what you think. My residents, as well as other people, uh, overwhelmingly came in, and was only 1% that didn't want the tax, and everybody wanted another tax. Now, that's a localized area. So we commissioned a poll with Main Street, and we found out that in the city of Toronto, 52% of those surveyed believe that a city should impose an extra tax on non-Canadian resident purchases and 43% should impose a tax on vacant properties. When you take out the people that had no opinion, that rises to 71% of the Torontonians support uh, a special tax on real estate purchased by foreign government, uh, people buyers and 64 in, in favor of levying a tax on empty vacant properties. So. There's overwhelmingly support, not only in Scarborough, but throughout the city, uh, all in all ages. Uh, and people want uh, this to be brought into Toronto. Okay, uh, Jim, let me just give out the, the numbers again, and people, we will get to your calls. The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. I'm on the line with Councillor Jim Karagiannis. We're talking about whether Toronto should levy a tax on foreign buyers of real estate in Toronto. They just did that in Vancouver. And uh, the way things shake out is this, that on the one hand, if you're a young person looking to buy property or a family that wants to move up or all of that, if foreign buyers are raising the prices, it means that you might not be able to get into the market. So it's a problem for your kids, for your grandkids, maybe for you. On the other hand, uh, if you're a Zoomer and you want to sell your house and uh, foreign buyers are uh, making the prices go through the roof, that's good for you if you are thinking about selling your home. Uh, Councillor Jim Karagiannis has been polling on this issue, and uh, as you hear from him, he's saying people want this tax. Um, uh, So, uh, 
Councillor Karagiannis, I guess uh, people weren't thinking that, gee, if we, you know, they weren't thinking, well, if, if these uh, wealthy foreign buyers are, are fleeing from Vancouver, maybe I'll get a, a big load of money for my place. You know, there's, um, I appreciate the fact that people that want to sell their houses want to get the, the most for their dollar. But at the end of the, on the other side, they're going to have to pay a pretty expensive price to get into a condo or a retirement home. I'll give you an example. My daughter bought a house at Lawrence and Don Valley. She paid $840,000 last year. Mm-hmm. Similar house next door to her without a garage, uh, you know, like an added on garage, sold for one million forty-five. You put the garage in there for about fifty thousand dollars, a quarter. I mean, a quarter of the price, twenty-five percent from one year to another year. Well, yeah, we, we just not... saw numbers that said uh, house prices in Toronto were up twenty percent. I mean, that's crazy. Well, our children will not be able to afford to buy a home, yeah. and even if they lived with us, trying to save to put some money away, that inflation uh, of houses will never allow them to 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 do it. Um, yeah, so I guess people are thinking about the next generation more than themselves when they're supporting Indeed. this. Indeed. Uh, let's take a call. We've got Darko in Etobicoke. Hi, Darko. Uh, I just uh, I don't have necessarily an opinion one way or the other on it, but I just find it kind of, uh, you know, like you're using a survey you have from some people who go on your website to do the survey. No, he said or... he, got, he got another one from a, a firm called Main Street. Okay. But, you know, I think if you look, you know, we have to look into a bit further to, to do a deeper deeper survey and amongst all counselors and, and that to see which way you want to go. But, uh, you know, I find housing prices are out of whack anyway here. And I guess with Vancouver, maybe it'll go even even crazier with a house down my street that just sold for over 800,000 and in 89 those houses were going for 200,000. That was a while ago, 89. What's that? You said in 89. That was quite a while ago. <laughs> yeah, 25 years, but it's like, you know, it's a 400% increase. Yeah, I could tell you, you tell people who, who, what you were making back then and what minimum wages. It's, it's a quite, a, quite a big change. Well, if, it, also, if you think about interest rates in 89, um, so the cost of carrying a house well, was a lot absolutely. higher. Absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think what basically everything comes down to, it's like when you buy a car, they say, what kind of payment can you afford? And if the interest rates are, you know, like 4% versus 14 and a half, I think around that, if I remember correctly, it's a huge difference. And I think that's why, what has actually forced housing prices to go further up. It basically comes down to carrying costs. Yeah, but not for foreign buyers. That's well, not mean, the... I don't know where they borrow, but they probably get the same kind of rate from whoever they're, get, they're, they're borrowing from, unless they're super rich. Well, yeah, I think a lot of them buy for cash. Um, Council, thanks for your call, Darko. Thank you. Um, uh, Councillor Karajianis, uh, what do you want to do with this information? Do you want to uh, well, take I it before think- Council? I've shared this information with my council colleagues. I will be moving a motion in the next council for staff to come back with a report, and this could be used as a one of those revenue tools that we're talking about to make more money for the city. Uh, and certainly, if that's the case, that uh, we're going to be making more money for the city, this this money could be used for other uh, purposes, could be used for parks, could be used for infrastructure, could be used for transportation. But people that want to come and invest in Toronto, I mean, make an investment. It's like you're buying, you, you're uh, investing in a, in a business, you, you're investing in order to create jobs. The only thing you're doing here, you're buying a house, you're waiting it out, price goes up, you're selling, you're cashing out. And let's not forget, a lot of these people are coming in with American dollars, and our Canadian dollars 30% lower. So they're, they're double-ending. Double oh, yeah. Dipping. Yeah. 
and uh, we have also seen, you know, a, a lot of uh, foreign buyers from from Asia, and they they're sending their kids to university here, and uh, their kids are living in these places. Um, or they're in Vancouver. There were a lot of places still are that are empty. Yeah, they just sit on them. They just sit on them and wait until the dollar goes uh, the dollar goes high and the price of the house goes up and they sell. And you know they can end up making something like five, uh, like a hundred percent on on their investment in about five or six years. It's oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's something. Though on the other hand, I do have to say that when you look at at cities like. London or New York that are even more unaffordable than our cities here. Uh, nobody bats an eye. Rich foreign buyers buy places and people who've grown up there can't afford to get into the market. And that's kind of just the way it is. True enough. But I get elected in Toronto. My family lives in Toronto and we're in Toronto. So uh, charity starts at home and I got to start looking at what we can do right here in Toronto. Okay, let's uh, take a call from Mary in Toronto. Hello, Mary. Yeah, I totally agree they need a tax, maybe even a higher one. I'll give you a scenario. A friend of mine um, befriended another lady from China. Um, she doesn't speak English. She lost her husband recently. They bought two homes for cash, huge homes, and then they put deposits on two more homes. And I'm thinking, holy crow, this is where we're going. We need to really stop this. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And um, people here can't even afford rents. Uh, yeah, it's uh, and there isn't that much uh, rental stock. No, um, the thing is, uh, we're going to be on the street, and they're going to be running the, the darn country. <laughs> okay, Mary, thanks for your call. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so again, uh, Jim, uh, when could we expect uh, some action on this? Well, you should be expecting some action. There will be uh, a November council meeting, which is uh, 10th, 11th, 12th of November. There will be a request from staff to come back with a report. And hopefully we should be able to address this in uh, December or beginning of New Year. I mean, this is a, a no-brainer. And anybody else that says we shouldn't be doing it, well, look at what the people want. I mean, the desire of people are, are overwhelming to do this. Uh, the number of emails that I got on my website outside my ward was, was just as many as I got inside the ward. So things have to be moved forward, and this we, we need to address this. Um, and do you have any indication? I mean, I guess we need a little more time to see if uh, if the money that left... Vancouver um, has actually come here because some people were saying that the drop in sales there it wasn't it was just people you know moving up their closing dates to avoid this tax. Well, it's something we have to look at, and I guess you, what is the old phrase? Follow the money. We'll have to to follow where the where the flow of the money is. Okay, and um, uh, have you talked to your colleagues on council? Do you have any sense about whether I, this might fly? I have shared my uh, this information with council colleagues. I had conversations with some. Some of them are very interested to take another look at it. I welcome them to either do a poll on their website or, you know, have people directed to my website. And I spoke to the city manager, uh, and I also sent it to the folks at finance. I uh, spoke to the mayor's office. There seems to be a, an appetite building for this kind of uh, um, uh, things to come in. And uh, has there also been any kind of reaction from uh, the real estate community? Well, I mean, the real estate community is certainly not a uh, favor in this. In this. Uh, somebody wrote back to me and says uh, the real estate community seems to be speaking from, uh, I guess, both sides of their mouth. On one side, they're saying this does not affect us. On the other side, if the prices go down or the, there's a slow in the market, they're going to lose their uh, 
their fat uh, commissions. I mean, you got to remember, on a one million dollar commission, you're looking at six or five or six percent. You're looking at sixty thousand dollars split two ways, one for the buyer, one for the seller. That's thirty thousand bucks in the commission. That's way high. Hmm. So uh, you think that the uh, opinion of the real estate industry uh, shouldn't be a factor in this? Well, I think the the opinion of the uh, people on uh, you know the the uh, uh, the people in, as a whole should be a factor, but the real estate industry is one factor. Uh, you know, there's another factor. People say the the, the building, the, the, the you know, people that are the builders. Uh, I can understand that. I mean, we're we're in a in a short. We don't have a, a lot of inventory for people to sell and buy, but people are holding holding out because they want to raise the prices. You know, you you, you choke off the demand, the, the, you choke off the supply, the, the demand is high, and then the price goes up. So. I mean, the only thing that I'm looking at, I got my, my last daughter, she's my, she, my fifth daughter just got engaged, and she's going to be in the market to buy a house. She will not be able to afford any house, Okay, with my help or not. Okay, Jim Karagiannis, thank you very much for that. That is all the time we have. Thank you, and good afternoon to everybody in Toronto. Okay, good afternoon. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.